up, everybody? You're listening to the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast. I'm your host, virtual marketing coach and fellow creative soul, Miranda Rodriguez. In this podcast, you'll get expert marketing guidance that you can implement on your own, and you'll learn how marketing your business can be simple, doable, and fun. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast, episode number 77. Today, we're talking about fun marketing. Before we dive in, as always, if you like what you hear here, please subscribe and leave a review. I love to know what you guys think of the podcast. I'm having a lot of fun learning where you guys are struggling with your marketing and where you're excelling. Um, I did a fun poll on my Instagram yesterday and a lot of you took it. So that's been, it's been really helpful. It helps me figure out, you know, what topics are relevant to you um, and making sure that we're answering all of your questions. And if you're ready to learn more about working together, you have two options today. Number one, which is always an option, is you can visit marketinguninhibited.com to schedule your free 30-minute consultation. Or number two, tomorrow, not tomorrow, tomorrow's Wednesday, (laughs) Thursday, November 12th, from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m., I am offering a free two-hour interactive marketing workshop where we will build a one-page marketing plan together. So we're going to go through all of the marketing basics, your target audience, your brand pillars, your goals, your content strategy, next steps, marketing action plan, and then any other questions you guys have. Um, So as you know, for the past couple of episodes, I have been talking about my own brand pillars. Oh, let me pause. So if you want to register for that workshop, you can visit my Instagram and the link is in the bio or just send me a message on email through my website or on Instagram and I'll make sure you're registered. Um, It is a Zoom workshop, so you just need to register. It's completely free. All right, so back to today's podcast, which is fun marketing. So the past couple of episodes, I've been breaking down the meaning and the reasoning behind each of my brand pillars, which are simple, doable, and fun, which happen to comprise my marketing philosophy in those few words, right? I believe marketing your business can be simple, doable, and fun. And today is the last brand pillar and the most fun. So I looked at the definition of fun because I think we all have... Fun can mean a lot of things to a lot of different people. So merriamwebster.com describes it as, number one, what provides amusement or enjoyment, specifically playful, often boisterous action or speech, full of fun. You probably all, maybe you're the, like the fun person in your friend group, or maybe when I ask you like, who's the fun person in your friend group, there's someone that comes to mind. Um, So we all know people that are fun, right? And we can all see, especially with social media, people that, well, appear to be having fun in their business. And so today, that's what I'm going to walk you through. So the second definition of fun on merriamwebster.com is a mood for finding or making amusement all in fun. And I love that second one so much because fun marketing is a whole mood. That's what I'm trying to convey here today. And when I saw that definition, I was like, yes, yes, this is perfect. Like fun marketing 
is a mood. It's a mood for you. It's a mood for your audience. And you want people to come and engage with you and feel good about that interaction. Having fun with your marketing is so important because the energy you put out is the energy you will receive. People can feel it because remember, marketing is emotional and it is deeply personal. So if you're marketing your business from a place that's not fun, let's say worry or stress or fear, completely normal emotions that we all feel as humans all the time. If, but if you're marketing your business from this, this place of worry, stress, or fear, people are going to feel that. And those emos- emotions are going to get in the way of your target audience messaging. And they're going to get in the way of you building a deeper, more emotional connection with your audience and basing that on like constructive emotion, like how can I help you? How are you feeling? Because when you're letting your own emotions get in the way of your marketing, you're taking the focus off of your target audience and you're putting it on yourself. So everything we do in our marketing is about the target audience. We're talking to them. We're trying to engage with them. We're trying to invite them to pay us, to trust us, to learn from us, right? To converse with us. I mean, geez, sometimes that's just like when people slide up in the DMs, I get so excited and they have questions. And so make sure if people are reaching out to you that you're responding to them too. I haven't seen a whole lot of um, people not doing that, but I I like to point that out. And I know Gary V used to talk about that all the time. Like if people are commenting on your posts or sliding up on your stories or just sending you a message, interact with those people. Those are the people that are paying attention and care about what you're saying enough to take the time out of their day to interact with you. So interact with them back. So now I'm not saying that you can't feel these feelings, right? Like, of course, we are human, especially in this year of 2020. We are, you know, we just got through election results. I think we all know that we have a long road of the presidency being transferred over ahead of us. So there's a lot of happening right now, especially as we come into the winter months and the final months of this year. So worry, stress, fear, anxiety, depression, those are all normal emotions. And I'm not telling you to ignore them. I'm not even telling you to not have them or and don't shame yourself or beat yourself up if, if you do feel that way. But I am saying that... You know, because we're all human. So you're a mom, you're a business owner, a daughter, a significant other. So feel your feelings. Make space for your feelings. I'm not saying you can't address those feelings. And I'm not even saying you can't address those feelings with your audience, right? But do it in a way that is true to yourself and true to the relationship you have built or are building with your audience. This is where you really have to understand the difference between vulnerability and oversharing. Be wary of oversharing just so that you can seem open and vulnerable. So this is where you really have to figure out what vulnerability means to you and your brand and your audience. And then understanding where that line is for you between vulnerability and oversharing, right? Like I'm not the type of person who's going to get on my Instagram and cry for you guys and like and document my crying. Like if I'm crying, I'm a very private emotional person when things are 
really good or really bad, you know, I really like to process things alone first. And so while I will, I'm willing and able to talk about those emotions once I've processed them with other people in the moment, I like to be alone. Like my mom knows this about me so much so that if I'm crying, she will ask me before she gives me a hug because usually my answer in that moment is no, I don't want a hug. Thanks for asking. And my fiance Marshall is learning the same thing about me and he's different, right? Like he probably wants to process emotion with someone by his side to know that he's not alone going through it where I'm, um, if you guys do Enneagram, I'm an eight, I'm a challenger. And it's almost, it is to a fault that I am independent. I'm, I tend to a lot of times unnecessarily alienate myself and um, process things alone. But that's just, that's just how I work, right? Like I have healthy habits too. I like to journal. I like to work out. I like to meditate. I like to just sit with my feelings, not talk about them or have anyone else's energy around. So process your feelings however you need to, however feels good to you. Um, so what I'm, what I'm trying to get at here is like your feelings are, are very important, right? But are all of those feelings important to your target audience when it comes to marketing your business? And that's what you have to ask yourself. So when you take marketing action in your business, you want that action to come from a few different places. I'm going to give you a few key emotions or places to come from when you take marketing action in your business so that you can have some more fun marketing your business, right? Like we, especially this year, I feel, I've seen both. I have seen some businesses, like because it's 2020, like just kind of like burn the schedule to the ground and just let loose and be like, you know what? Fuck it, it's 2020, let's just try it. And then I have seen the pendulum swing the other way and people hold really tightly onto their business and their schedules because they're scared of what's going to happen. And we can't we can't control what else this year is going to bring us. None of us knew the pandemic was coming. We all knew the election was coming and it was going to be stressful to say the least, right? Um so there are a lot of there are a lot of things that happened this year outside of our control. We can control what happens in our business. And we can control how we show up for our target audience. So how do we do that? Number one, belief. Why do you believe that what you offer can change someone's life? Do you really believe that what you're offering, be it a product or a service, can change someone's life? If you believe that, every single time you showed up to engage with your target audience, you wouldn't be worried about anyone else's reaction to what you're doing about the rejection from that audience. Because let me tell you, there are always going to be people that question what you're doing, that question your business, that question your lifestyle, that question the way you market. But those like the number more than anything, those people just live inside your own head. (laughs) It's rare that I have people who I don't interact with on a regular basis that question that and that question it in a way that doesn't come from a loving or caring place where I feel like it makes me feel defensive, right? So um, for example, my brother, like he's someone who I can go to for a very honest, and my mom, they're both, they both can be very logical, very open, very honest. Like 
that's the way we communicate in my family. And I'm super, super grateful for that. And so if I need holes poked in something, then I go to them and I tell them that because I trust them and they love me and they have, you know, the, they believe in me and what I'm doing. So, but what's most important is that I believe in it. So sometimes I get advice from people I trust and I've asked for their advice. And then I think, hmm, okay, that was nice. I think I'm still going to do it this way, right? And um, I have been described in the past as stubborn and bullheaded and harsh. And, you know, (laughs) uh, this came from my old job when I was a marketing director at a restaurant. Um, Some of my coworkers told me that. Because I used to literally butt heads with the owner of the restaurant. Um, not, not, okay, not literally butt heads. I'm sorry. <laughs> That'd be crazy, right? Me and the owner just like head butting in the right, like, no, you do it. No, figuratively butt heads, but we, we would go at it. And I wasn't afraid to challenge him. Again, that Enneagram 8 challenger just coming in full force. So I'm willing to do that though when I am, I have a strong, belief, when I am convicted in that, like such a strong conviction, such strong belief in what I'm doing. So like right now, I know that marketing coaching changes people's lives for the better. It helps you run a better business. In a lot of ways, it helps you be a better person because you're working through a lot of your own personal roadblocks, emotions, you're overcoming things, you're taking risks, you're moving through your uncomfortable feelings. So number one, how do we make marketing more fun? First of all, we figure out our beliefs about ourselves and our business. Why do you believe that what you offer can change someone's life? Do you really believe that? And how will it change their life, right? Like you have to believe it in your bones so that every time you show up, you're like, you know what? I know that what I offer is so good. So I'm going to show up anyway, right? Number two, excitement. So let this, let your marketing action come from a place of excitement. It's what you offer so good that you just can't wait to share it with everyone or Are you sulking and hiding in the corners of social media, beating yourself up, trying to figure out a good thing, right? I know I did this for a while. I was, I had a lot of, a lot of issues around my beliefs, some of it to do with age, some of it to do with experience. Now, let me tell you guys, okay, I graduated from the University of Illinois College of Business with a freaking marketing degree. I went on, got a job, you know, shortly after college ended in marketing and sales from there. You know, I just kept moving up the corporate marketing ranks. So I've had experience. It's, um, oh my gosh, I graduated college 10 years ago. So for the past 10 years, I have been doing some form of marketing or sales for another company. So I have experience, right? And I also really enjoy marketing. I enjoy consumer behavior. I enjoy... Um, the psychology behind it and why people do the things that they do and how they build trust and when they start to spend their money. Um, so it's all very enjoyable for me. The whole what I, I do is enjoyable. And what I realized I was doing in the beginning of my business, which was the reason why it wasn't so exciting, even though I w- had achieved such a big goal of mine, which is like finally having my own business, was that 
I was really worried. I was worried about other people's opinions. I was worried about um, whether clients were getting, you know, the value, enough value for what they were paying. I was undercharging. I mean, I still have people now telling me I'm undercharging, but now this is a, my prices are set and it's a calculated decision. So that's, that's another story for another time. But, um, you know, so it took, it takes time to really address that. And I will say something that's helped me address a lot of those, those feelings that were not so helpful, um, was life coaching. And you guys know, I work with Tammy Helfrich, who's a life coach. I, all of my clients work with a life coach, a therapist, or like a personal trainer coach of some degree. So they're paying someone other than me, their marketing coach to help them improve their life. And so that's just a trend. I work with people that are driven and they're committed to bettering themselves. Um, so excitement is what you offer so good that you just can't wait to share it with everyone. And if not, how can you make it so much better? Like how, and maybe it's not so much better, right? Like what do you have to change about what you offer to get you excited about it? And I always know it's like a light bulb glows off with my clients. Like they come to me and they can be down. I I was meeting with someone the other day. It was their first uh, marketing coaching, a new client. And you know, she was feeling a little down. Some of it had to do with price points some verbiage around the way she was marketing her products. And then we got to talking about things and her face just lit up. And I was like, that's it. Like, this is what I want you to talk about with your audience. Like you have a passion for this. Talk about it. So find, find what lights you up. Find what turns you on, what gets you excited and share that with your audience. And then the third thing to keep marketing fun, the third thing to keep in mind is playfulness. So just like kids and puppies in the early stages of your business, the way you'll learn best is by playing with different types of marketing activities, right? So be consistent in your brand pillars, in your target audience messaging. This is where that consistency piece is going to be really important. And you, your brand pillars are important and your messaging is important. Um, but if those are consistent, then you can play with everything else. So feel free to switch up your marketing activities, like try Facebook Lives, try podcasts, try YouTube videos, try blogging, try free consultations, try group work, try different freebies and discounts and graphics and e-newsletters. Maybe try you know, emailing your audience once a week. Maybe try emailing them once a month. I have, I'm on um, one email list and I think they send out emails almost daily. Yeah. So, you know, mix it up, play with it, have some fun. The important thing here is to be somewhat strategic with your play, just like with puppies and kids so that you're learning the lessons. Each of those actions is here to teach you. So I'm going to say that again, because this is super important. So although we're talking about playfulness and we're talking about having fun, you are still a business owner and you want to be strategic with your play just like you would with puppies and kids so that they don't really know, right, that this is like a learning game. It just seems fun to them. We're training our puppy right now to learn the command, leave it. And the trainer gave us a fun little game we play where we have a treat, you know, like a piece of food he's not allowed to have in one hand and then treats in the other. And like, 
we play with the command and he loves it. Like it's so much fun for him. And it's so, and then I'm, you guys know I'm a step parent, but it's, um, it's like when kids, you realize like they're starting to get it and you see like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's starting to click. It's starting to click. That's going to happen for you and your business so that you're learning the lessons. Each of those actions is here to teach you. And you want to remember to avoid burnout by not trying a bunch of new things at once. Okay. I know, I know you guys are full of ideas. Create a list in your phone or a Google document or an email folder or something where you can jot down all of your ideas as they come in your brain. But I only want you to focus for like one, maybe two, depending on what they are for like 90 days. So set time limits. I'm going to try this for 90 days. And then at the end of 90 days, you evaluate your results, check in, see how to go. Wow. That went way better than I expected. Or no, I think, you know, um, for example, I tried Facebook lives for a while. I think I did like six weeks where I would go live every Monday at 9am on Facebook. And I realized like my friends, my mother-in-law, some of my aunts and uncles would pop in, but like none of my target audience was there. None of those people, all very nice, all very loving. I love them. I thank them for my for supporting me, but not who's going to pay me, right? So I realized like, okay, this is not going to work. And it wasn't working for me. It was too restrictive having to show up. That was when my office was, I don't know if you guys know this, but my office, my first office was in the basement of Wickwood House. And I would go there every Monday morning and um, have to like set up and it just was, it didn't work. It didn't work. And there were no emotions around it. I tried it consistently. I showed up with 110%. I planned it out and it didn't work. And that's okay. So that, so number one, avoid burnout. Two, set time limits. Three, evaluate results. Four, know when to leave it. I spelled no wrong in my notes. (laughs) Know when to leave it. K-N-O-W. And maybe the answer sometimes when you're making that evaluation is no, N-O. Like, okay, yeah, that didn't work. No drama, no judgment, right? Like, and it's okay if someone's like, hey, I thought you were doing Facebook Lives. What happened to that? And you're just like, oh, it just didn't work out. And you move on. That's it. That You got to move on in marketing, right? If things don't work, you don't have time to stick around and dilly-dally. Like if they don't work and you've given it your all for a set amount of time, then move on. So you really want to ask yourself, like how much fun is your audience having spending time with you if you're not having any fun? If you're dragging your miserable self through your marketing plan, then burn that plan. You have my permission right now. If you have a marketing plan that you don't enjoy, forget about it, burn it, toss it out, whatever you need to do to delete it, forget it. Um, and if having a plan or a tight schedule feels too restrict, too restrictive for you, then set looser boundaries. I have some clients who are incredibly regimented, like their day from the moment they wake up to the time they go to bed is planned. I have some clients who fought me on <laughs> their, you know, tracking their numbers on a month to month basis and diving deeper quarterly every three months until we really got into the rhythm and then they could see the benefit of doing items consistently. Because what that does in the beginning, the reason why you, 
I really encourage people to stay consistent with showing up with their marketing activities for a set amount of time. It's because you're developing a marketing habit, good marketing habits where you show up. So now I have gotten to the point recently, I think I was telling you guys, that my schedule was feeling really restrictive. It was like it was holding me hostage every day and it was really stressing me out. And I know now because I have had a strict marketing routine for a while, especially with the podcast and the IGTV videos, it's been a few months, I know what I need to do every week. So I've really kind of let go of the reins on how and when those things get done. I just know and I trust myself, I'm gonna do those things every week. And the same with my workouts. I know I'm going to do them every every day. I know, like, I work out five days a week. I have a couple rest days built in there. It doesn't matter what day is what. So then I'm a little more, like, relaxing into the flow of my life and my business. <clears throat> Marketing your business doesn't have to be miserable. And if you feel like it is, then you need to call me <laughs> and let's chat. Um, you can always schedule a free 30-minute marketing consultation at marketinguninhibited.com or this is a great option for a lot of you out there who are on the fence about whether or not you want to hire me as your marketing coach. Come join me for the workshop on Thursday. It's two hours. We will build a one-page marketing plan, give you next marketing steps, and that actually qualifies you to move directly then into one-on-one -on -one marketing coaching. So um, you do have to have a one-page marketing plan to do marketing coaching with me, and that's a great way to do it because it's free, and it's two hours of your time to get a one-page marketing plan. So be sure to um, register for that. You can find the link on my Instagram, at Marketing Uninhibited. And other than that, you've got, you know, what's the date today? The 10th? How many days do we have left? Like 50 days left in this year-ish, something like that, just under two months? Have some fun. Have some fun. You know what you need to do to stay consistent in your business. Show up regularly and just have fun with your audience. It's been a long year. We can, let's lighten up a little bit. All right, that's it. I'll talk to you guys soon. Have a good rest of your day, week, whatever it is when you're listening to this. Oh, the sun just came out too. All right, have a good one.